The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Hello, dating detectives. Hi, Hannah. Hi. I'm so excited. Just, Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> these episodes are so exciting. They really well, are. I always am. But literally today, I was just like all morning, I was like, I'm so excited I get to do a Mackenzie undercover episode. I just, it's fun. Well, because they're so ridiculous. I look back on these stories and I'm like, I can't even believe this is my life. Like, I can't even believe that this that these things like actually happen and I don't know I'm so numb to it now because these crazy things happen but it's been I've been doing it for so long that it's like oh yeah this happened that's normal and everybody yeah, else is like no wait deal. what <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's just another day in a nudist colony or wherever you are for your case so I mean, wild and these are things that like nobody would ever experience in their everyday life no but we get to thanks to you I mean half of me being excited is definitely the stories but the other half is just like I like hanging out with you I like hanging out with you too. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving week. How was your Thanksgiving, Hannah? Oh, it was nice. I was home in Vegas and we had fun and didn't fight about politics, you know? So what else could you ask for? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that so much. I actually had so much fun. What about you? Good. We always do. Well, my husband always does the turkey rod run in Daytona. And so I never go with him because I don't do car stuff. But this year, I was all about that life. So me and my son and my husband went and the boys did the boy thing. And I went a little bit of shopping. So fun, fun. That's what, room, room. We, just, that's what we did for Thanksgiving and the whole weekend. So yeah. Tell your husband I'm going to a Hanukkah party. Oh, that's at the like Peterson Car Museum. So there'll be cool cars there. It's in LA. It's kind of this like, I don't know. It's a fancy building that has really fancy cars that I've honestly never had a lot of interest in, but now I'm going (laughs) to go. So I'll, I'll text him and be like, Hey, I'm standing next to this thing. Is it cool? And he'll probably be excited. He would love, you should just text him like all the pictures, be like, look at this car and look at this car. And then he'll like go in the bathroom to be alone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a great car. Oh my gosh. I got to be alone for a minute. Like. All the boy thinks about. Oh, that's so funny. Just Have kidding, you seen honey. Those, those memes where it's like, he's probably like thinking about other women. And then it shows like the guy thinking like, the car is a cow fart. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, like it's something that your husband is just thinking about cars. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anyway, I'm glad you had a nice vroom vroom car extravaganza. Yeah. And now it's time for Christmas. Now it's like, now it's officially Christmas kind of kind. I mean, mostly. Yes. You're a Christmas right away person. Like is the tree already up? We, yeah, we started decorating yesterday. So it's like mandatory (laughs) for my son. You know, I, I'm okay with it. I, I, some people take issue, but the more time to celebrate the better. Yeah, absolutely. So are you ready to hear this? Yeah. Do you want to get into today's story? Because I'm excited to share it with you. I am so excited. You've teased. This is a story that Mackenzie mentioned in a previous episode. She's like, oh, one time I had to do this for a case. And Molly and I both were like, we need more words 
Like we need more <laughs> Use from more that. words. Say say we more. We need you to say more things. So that's why. And we I was like, oh, I guess that, I guess I could tell that story. You, this is how numb I am to it, though. Anyways, okay, let's get into it. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? Let's go. We need like a drum roll button. We have our fun theme song. That's like, I'm sure it'll play right now. So you guys know how. Most of my stories start off with, I get a call from a husband or I get a call from a wife, right? So as a private investigator, we contract with one another, like uh, like private investigators will call other private investigators to help them work a case, right? And so right. we contract with one another and we kind of, it's like this big network of investigators and we hand each other different jobs based on like skill level or availability, location, demographic, whatever. And yeah, so what, that's how- also- you all have like your specialties and maybe you're more likely to fit into an environment than someone else. It makes sense. It's nice that you yeah. all can help each other. No, exactly. And there's like, sometimes I'll get asked to do a job just because I'm a, I'm a female and the circumstances like require that. This isn't necessarily one of those where it was like, I, re- I was required to be a girl, but it didn't suck. Like it did not help, <laughs> right? I, I, I guess a guy could have done it, but whatever. And there are times when I have to decoy for another investigator or like be the bait to lure someone in or something. So I have to do a little bit of social engineering. Like sometimes there might be an investigator where I'm not doing the investigation, but they're like, hey, I need a girl to sit at a bar and see if this guy like hits on you or something. The wife wants to know or whatever. (laughs) And those are so fun. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. And, you know, sometimes we work together anyways. So I was contacted by this investigator. He runs his own agency and he said, Hey, I have a case for you. And he said, I don't know much about it. I did some basic research. And basically the husband wants to know if his wife is doing something shady because as per usual, she's like super top secret squirrel on her phone. She's keeping it secretive. And sometimes she disappears for hours. Like she's not available by phone. She doesn't answer her text. She doesn't answer her call. It'll go straight to voicemail. And then he'll be like, where, you know, where have you been? Like, where, where were you? And she's like, oh, I didn't have service or I was just busy or I was at the gym or I didn't hear my phone ring. Like there's always an excuse. And so he thinks that she's doing something shady. Like he wants to know what's up, right? Sure. So just to kind of paint a picture, this couple is in their early 30s, okay? He's just like a white collar, nine to five guy. She's a waitress. They have two kids, like just a regular, like nothing crazy about this family, right? Whatever. Yeah, but that's, I was going to ask if they have kids because that makes it even like more suspicious for a parent to just disappear for hours on end. Yeah, yes, exactly. And it was so funny because I was talking today, I was sharing a story on my Instagram about how like, it's interesting to see what moms do. Like you, you think moms are like June Cleaver and no, they are not like a lot of them out here all doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So anyways, this investigator that sends me this case He tells me, he's like, I just did some preliminary research. It looks like she has like a Facebook. Here's her Instagram that I found. And there's an email that he found. And when he asked the husband about it, the husband says, I've never seen that email. I don't know what it is. Like I, you know, whatever. So the husband doesn't recognize the email. So he found her email. I don't know if you can share how, but like, how can you find someone's random secret email? 
<laughs> so we have what's called like a comprehensive report that private investigators have access to that is like see that's not available to the public. So it's not necessarily public record, although if you are 27 pages deep in the Google machine, you can probably find it. And so anytime there's someone like maybe they logged in from the same phone or they attached it to their name or their phone number or something. And so the comprehensive report- Anything attached to anything. Yeah, will come up on the comprehensive report. And so it just like, it's smart. Like it knows like what's connected to what. It'll, it will show email addresses from like your prodigy or AOL account from when you were like 13 years old. Like it will go back in time and find oh, you. Oh no. So if somebody could find that I had an email address called Lil Miss Talk a Lot 7 at AOL.com. <laughs> yes. That's out there. Yeah. So now it's definitely <laughs> out there. Now it's out there for sure. But it's it like it is, it's just it's findable. Is that a word? It's findable. Yeah, findable. Anyways, so so he's like the, the husband has she has an email address the husband doesn't recognize and I'm like I bet like say no more. I got you, fam. I'm on it. I'll do the research. I'll I'll do the like I got this. The husband doesn't want to pay for surveillance because surveillance is more expensive. So if we can find out everything we can just by research and using resources that we have as private investigators and just start there, because like I said, surveillance can get really expensive. We're talking like like a hundred or more dollars an hour usually for yeah, surveillance. I mean, like, it makes sense. You're literally putting so much time into just hoping you see something. Yeah, it, it's true. And sometimes you like, you don't know what time something's going to happen. So you sit there for hours and hours and hours and it's, it can really add up. And th then you have to consider like, like each case is different. So you have to consider like expenses, travel, time, all, all of that stuff. So it just depends on the case, but he doesn't want to pay for the surveillance yet. He wants to see what we can come up with on our own. Right. So I'm digging through the social media. Like I go down rabbit holes until I hit a dead end. Like a hundred percent of the time, I would rather have too much information than not find what I'm looking for. So I will do digging like nobody's business, right? And because it's so readily available, just out there all willy nilly, like you can just go find whatever. And so that's what I like to do is I just start digging and I can- I like to do that too, but no one's paying me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot I'm, of there's a lot of people who are like they're like I could I could totally be a PI like I'm so good at it. So like I'm researching her comprehensive report and I'm researching everything on it individually. So I'm like 49 pages deep on the Google machine and I find like a 10 year old Kick account. And if you don't know what Kick is, Kick is an app where you don't have to share your phone number. Like there's no phone numbers involved. You can be literally anonymous. You can be whoever you want to be on Kick. So Got I find it. this this 10-year-old username, okay, from this Kick, whatever. And it had a picture attached to it. And it was the woman's picture as far as I could tell, but she looked much younger. So I was like, okay, that looks like it could be her if it, if this was a, an older version of her, which according to the date on this thing, it was. So if that's her, that would make sense that, you know, it just, it, the, phys, the physical features kind of lined up if she was younger. So on the Kick app, you can chat one-on-one, -on -one, like private message, but there's also chat rooms and they have like themes, like dog lovers or like, you know, foodies or whatever, or dating for 20 somethings or dating for mature people. But it also has like 
more kind of kinky type. I was going to say that like, sounds very, way more wholesome than I was expecting. Yeah, I but feel like that's a place like, for they do have wholesome chats, and I think it was originally created for like children, like oh. but. Like, because that way they don't have to share their phone numbers. And it's like, you can chat with strangers online without giving your phone number. Always a good idea for giving children an opportunity to chat with strangers online. Right. And so like, (laughs) I'm like, this is never a good idea. Like, please, whatever you do, parents, do not let your children on kick. That is a breeding ground for freaking like predators and like sex offenders. Like, please do not ever let your kids have this app. Like anybody could be anybody. And I know that's anywhere, but don't ever do the kick. Like, absolutely not. Mackenzie, the holidays are coming up and I need to vent a little bit because I get so nervous around the holidays. I always break out like my skin so much drier, less getting less sun. I'm eating all the sugar cookies. And then my mom is taking so many Christmas pictures, Hanukkah pictures, whatever kind of pictures, Thanksgiving, all the pictures. And I'm like, no, my skin, does this happen to you? Am I alone? So actually, yes, I am so obsessed when people take pictures. I'm obsessed with like looking at it first to see if it's fine because there's always like some kind of blemish, some kind of acne that pops up. And especially during the holidays when pictures, everybody's taking pictures of everything. So many pictures. Stop taking the pictures unless I can see them. Holidays, they're hard enough. So we're very excited to partner with Apostrophe. It's an online platform that just connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And honestly, I'm loving it, like loving apostrophe. Basically, with apostrophe, all you do is you simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history, snap a few selfies, and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. Apostrophe offers access to the prescription treatments for all types of acne, hormonal acne, facial acne, back, chest, and butt acne. It's so hard to get to a dermatologist. There were certain skincare items that I wanted to try and just didn't get around to it. And going online, this was so convenient. So my goals with it were that I wanted to try retinol or tretinoin, but I'm 28 and I wasn't sure like at what point you're supposed to use that or how much to use. So I wrote all of that out on the consultation form and they responded very personally. That's what I did on my online consultation when it asked about my skincare goals. My big thing was I don't break out as much anymore, but I still get like hormonal acne around my chin and jaw area. But I have dark spots and I wanted to improve my skin texture because I'm almost 40. So things are a little bit more noticeable. (laughs) Well, I think that's also important because checking in with a derm or an expert team is so helpful as we get older, like our skincare needs change. So this is so nice that it's, you don't have to do an in-person appointment. You just get it done. And I loved it. My friend actually told me that she has very sensitive skin. This is the only thing that has ever worked for her skin. She's such an apostrophe loyalist and everything else doesn't work. So I, when I heard that, I had to try it. That's and amazing. It, so. And we have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash TDD when you use our code TDD. That's a savings of $15. The code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash TDD and click get started. 
then use our code TDD at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Anyway, so this username that I found is something totally, it was obvious to me, but it was like baby sweet like sugar or something, right? And so I'm like, okay, like this is, okay, this is just a random username. Like you can literally be anybody you want, which- Little Miss Talk a Lot. Baby sweet like sugar. So I find the picture of her. I associate it with the kick name. I go on the, I go on the kick, create a profile on the kick machine. And I decide that I'm going to go on there too. And so, you know, you have to create a username and I just put like an innocent, you know, picture who from a magazine or something stupid. And just obviously you myself. I can't, but I didn't talk to anybody. Like I wasn't using it. To talk. I just needed like a, a picture that looked real. Yes. So anyways, baby sweet like sugar. I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's really weird. I end up because I kind of picked apart the username, baby sweet like sugar, sugar baby. And I was like, okay. Yeah. She's getting some money, honey. It doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out. Oh wait, sugar baby. Yes. Sugar baby is the, like has a sugar daddy or mommy. Yeah. So a sugar baby is like, someone who quote unquote does not do favors in exchange for money. And typically this relationship is someone older who has money to someone. The sugar baby is someone younger who just does not sexual favors because that's illegal for this person or whatever. And so it's, yeah. And ha- by the way, have you ever gotten a message like on Facebook and they're like, hi, you're really gorgeous. I would like to pay you $5,000 a week. You don't have to do anything. Just keep my company. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to end up dead in your basement. Like, no, absolutely not. I have seen a message I, like that or I two. Be your sugar- do you need a sugar daddy? Like, no thanks. I'm all set. <laughs> I just thought like, I could be your sugar daddy. You know, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> If someone covered that song and rewrote it, that would be amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, just to kind of clarify a little bit more about Kick. So, Kick is a program where it's like totally anonymous, right? So, even though someone might have a profile, it has their picture and like their screen name or their username. And that's really it. And so, I had to like, sugar baby love, whatever. I'm kind of like putting two and two together. And I kind of started using keywords to search chat rooms specific to like sugar babies. And I started kind of trying to weed out like the kinks and, you know, sugar baby or like mature man, young woman kind of scenarios, because by this point you kind of get a little bit of a spidey sense. So once I started narrowing down the different chat rooms based on the title and the little picture, there's like a little picture logo that someone creates when they create the chat room. So I was going by the name of the chat room if it was like 18 and up or 21 and up or whatever. So I knew that it had to be an adult chat room. I knew that I was looking for something a little, little, like not so vanilla. (laughs) And so I just started scouring chat rooms for that, for her profile picture and her username. And I found her. Okay. 
hours. I'm talking hours. Like I spent hours trying to, because when you go into these chat rooms, you can see like who the members are. You can look and see like, you know, whatever. Who's and it pulls a up member of little, yeah. Yeah. It pulls up little bubbles with their pictures and then it has like their little username under it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So 700 like chat rooms later, I find her. And honestly, it didn't take a rocket surgeon. It just took time. So anyway, so I'm watching her in, and I found her in two different chat rooms. And it's like, there's like Can a you, max of like 50 people. I know there's like a max of like 50 people in each chat room. And like, everybody just kind of chats here and there. And they're like, oh, any, any baby dolls and the or sugar, whatever in this looking in for a little area. wanting to go out to dinner and be some arm candy. Yeah. And the thing is like, they can totally private message you and you can ignore it or you can accept it or whatever. But they're asking like in this chat room. So if like you're a dude in there and there's a lot of girls, like you can be like, hey, any of you girls or whatever. Can I ask, Do you, what were the name? Like, what was the chat room she was in? Was it something that explicitly was like looking for sugar daddy? Like something, st- like something totally basic, like sugar babies unite or something dumb. <laughs> but it was, it wasn't, it didn't say sugar baby. Like, but you, it was like sugar, whatever it, for a baby, baby love sugar, some stupid, like you could tell sugar, sugar babies. You could tell. Oh my Lord. Um, because I looked sugar at the keywords. I was like, sugar, <laughs> baby, baby sugar. And so I just kind of started like finding different chat rooms with those names in it. And that's how I narrowed and it she down. She was in two of them. Love this. Yeah. So, and she could have been in more, but those are the ones I found. It was good enough for me. And at this point, like, to be honest with you, I wasn't a hundred percent. It was her. I wasn't 100% sure it was her only because like the picture could have really been her when she was younger. But obviously, like, I didn't want to bring it to the husband and be like, is this her? Because then I didn't want him to blow my whole like investigation before I could even. So I was just kind of I wanted to find more before. And so I did the research. I sat for a couple days. I watched it. I would go on this app and I would just look and watch. And sure enough, she was talking to these guys and (gasps) she would like respond to some of them in the mess in the chat room. So she was currently active. It wasn't like a 10 years ago thing. Right. But this, this username is 10 years old, at least. She's a pro, but she's still going. (laughs) She's been doing this for a while. Now, mind you, they're in their early thirties. So she's been doing this like for a while. And this is 10, no, it's 11 years. It was just over 10 years old. So she's been doing this like for a while. Like she's had this username for a while. Okay. So (laughs) after watching this, you could see how they like, they're talking in the group, very like vanilla, whatever. And they take it off into private message. And then obviously you can't see what they're talking about after that or whatever. But we can... Yes. Yeah. I mean, it. like I said, it doesn't take a rocket surgeon, but there's no proof because I can't see the Mm-mm. private messages, whatever. So in one of the chats, one of the dudes that was like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, whatever. And he made a list of what he's looking for in a sugar baby, but he didn't say the words. Now, keep in mind on kick, everyone has to kind of talk in code right? Because if there's like a raid on kick, like you don't want to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a sex worker or whatever. So like everybody's uh-huh. talking in code. There's so another gets in language. Trouble. Yeah. It's like a, everybody's talking in code. So she said, you know, if you're looking for something specific, you could try FetLife. And if you've never heard of FetLife, FetLife is a website that is FET, F-E-T, for like fetish life. Fetish. So I think FET life, okay? So this is 
just full disclosure, I knew what FetLife was already before this case because I've actually done other cases where a partner was on the website trying to date. So let me explain FetLife a little bit more. So it's like, it's a website, (laughs) it's a social website basically designed like to be curated toward fetishes and kinky stuff. As far as I know, vanilla folks are welcome there too. Like you can, if you're totally vanilla, like you can go there too, but you probably, if you're totally vanilla, you probably won't like it. But it's basically like if you have a little bit of kink or you're someone who likes to explore outside the realm of of your vanilla, whatever that means for you, this would be a great place to find it. So like bondage, dominance and submission, foot worship. It's basically alphabet soup, LGBTQ, anything you can think of. And it's a forum like people can post and like it's it's kind of neat because like if you go on there like if you've ever been like on a car forum it's like this is Ford and this is Chevy and you go on there and be like hey what's the V8 on a Ford and everybody can like reply and like my husband goes on those car forums and so I'm familiar with those so it's kind of like the same thing but with different fetishes. I think it can be very healthy as long as everyone's safe. That's my, I'm, I, that's one thing is like, it's hard to regulate places like that. Like I do worry about people. Sure. Stuff on there, but that's anywhere. But it is for anybody who is, who has like fetishes or some like kinks they want to explore. It's hard to find like people like that, just like at the mall or at a bar, you know, like it's a great place to go because if, uh, if someone else is there, they also are interested in some kind of kink or fetish. So you, it's like, you're not alone. Like there's other people there that are just like you. And I think that it's, that's really Mm -hmm. cool. Like I'm all about sex positivity. Like do like, do you boo? Like we're all humans. Do whatever you want. Right. It's fine. It's have fun. But also if you're married, maybe (laughs) don't be getting money from a sugar daddy, but let's see if she's even doing that. (laughs) Well, okay. Mackenzie, I love your sweater. This is the one that I got from Quince. Yes. Oh, Quince. I got a sweater too. I got the 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater. It was $50 and it's one of the softest sweaters I think I have. It's so good. Oh, so I think we got the same one because that's the one I got in tan. (laughs) Oh my God, matching. Well, Quince is like the best place for capsule wardrobe vibes. Like it's just all the essentials, all the basics, super great quality for less money than maybe a luxury brand. Like It's like a go-to place for like luxury essentials, but it's like affordable prices for everyone. So the sweaters are amazing, but there's also washable silk tops and dresses cotton sweaters that aren't cashmere, they're just plain cotton sweaters, comfy pants. And personally for me, my favorite part of like Christmas or any, anytime you're giving gifts, like I'm gifting is my love language. So I love gift giving, but it can add up when you're trying to buy for everyone. And that's why I think this holiday season, I'm going to shop with Quince. Yeah. You're so right. Like for gift giving, this is the spot. This is what I'm going to do for everybody because it's just such good pieces for affordable prices and We need that. Everybody needs that for the holidays. And I'll probably even get some more for myself. Let's be real. Yeah. (laughs) All their prices are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So that's a game changer and you're getting the same stuff. Yeah. Like the same quality for a less expensive price point. I love it. I'm really all about it. It's like such a good idea. There's also so much. So I'd been eyeing this crossbody bag. I'd been eyeing it from a name brand. And it was just something I didn't want to pull the trigger on, even though I really wanted it. 
My mom had that one. I was like, I'm going to get it for myself as soon as I want to treat myself. Quince had the same one. I got that one. So much more affordable. I'm wearing it every day. It is now my favorite bag. And it's, I, ha- I, I looked at my mom's, which is the other brand, and it's just as good quality. Like I'm mind blown. So if you are looking to shop for the holidays or for anything, you can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash TDD for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash TDD to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash TDD. And there's like a search bar where you can search for whatever it is you're looking for. Like if you're someone who's into feet, you can type in like foot fetish or whatever. So the search bar, you can search for keywords to help you narrow down what it is that you're looking for. And you can find like fulfillment. You can chat with others. And this is people from all over the world. Okay. So these are all different countries. Anyways, so I end up doing another keyword search for her username and there's a gajillion of them. Okay. There's a so big, gajillion like, hits or a gajillion baby sugar loves sugar. Whatever yeah. Like there's a gajillion hits with those you with different versions of that username. So there's a lot of women out there that are typing in different versions of like sugar baby one, two, three, or sugar baby 69 or baby sugar. So or when whatever. people are on FetLife, they're like putting their creativity into their fantasies and less into their usernames. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm sure and- the, the fantasies get very creative. <laughs> <laughs> so I find a similar name and I find a similar picture. Now the picture wasn't the same. It was, it looked like the same girl, but it did look like my girl, but she had a portion of her face covered, but the filter on the picture was the same. And so uh, I knew like the light, like, you know how they like Snapchat has the different filters and it's yes, like, and more, also, like sepia. everyone has their favorite filters. Yes, this is everyone a very does. smart <laughs> hunch on your part because like, oh, she's using the same filter. That's the same girl. Like she knows the one she likes. She knows the one she works with. Legit. That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. So it was, the, sure. it was the same filter. And this one, you could tell she was a little bit more mature. Like you could just see it in her eyes, whatever. So she's seen things. <laughs> she's definitely been around the block. <laughs> so this is hours and hours of digging. Like the, it wasn't, it wasn't super instant. So they have a classified section on FetLife where you can go and be like, oh, 39 year old male looking for 20 year old sugar baby or whatever. Like you can type these things in and there it's like literally like Craigslist for sex or kink or fetishes or whatever. So you can post what you're looking for. People can respond like publicly, like they can respond to your post and be like, Hey, can I send you a message or Hey, message me or whatever. Well, I find a post where this particular woman is on the classifieds and she's looking for a sugar daddy. So basically she gives a little, she gives a little resume. She says, I've been a sugar baby since college. I'm in my early twenties. So she says that she's like in her 20s. So she's lying about her age. And so that's why I was like, maybe it's not her. Like maybe this is someone else. And I had no like proof, like I had no solid proof, right? So there's a ton of responses back and forth on her classified ad that she posted. 
And I can see this one guy that continues to respond with her. Like she's having a conversation. It's kind of vague. And so she's talking back and forth to this guy. Well, they end up, he says, can I message you? And she says, yes. So now they're in private messages, right? So I decide that I want to make my profile. I want to be a sugar baby too. Oh, I thought you were going to be a sugar daddy. (laughs) Well, so here's the thing. I thought about, okay, I could be a sugar daddy, but what if, if she's con, if she's being contacted by all these different sugar daddies, right? How do I know what interests her? I don't, right? Like, I don't know how to be a sugar daddy. That's not something I know what to do, but I do know how to befriend another woman. So I do know that like, if you show vulnerability- And you're like, I'm just like you. Let's connect or whatever. So that's what I did. So my Oh my profile, God, you can be like, I want to mentor. I changed my picture to be like a cute little, like, little, like, anime college girl. Like, you know, really <laughs> young. And you can choose, like, different options, like what you're there for. Like, it asks you your sexual orientation if you'd like to answer. And so I made my profile and I made, like, this whole description of, like, how, you know, I'm a sugar baby, whatever, and I'm looking for a sugar daddy. And, I like, I don't think it was part of, like, the drop-down menu. Maybe it was. I don't remember. But I put it in my profile. So you knew you knew what I was there for. And sure. I put that I was in my profile. Like I put that I was young and I was, you know, new, but I was introduced to being a sugar baby. And I had a sugar daddy before for a short time. And I just really don't know what I'm doing. I need help. Right. Mm, So help me. I'm poor. Help me. I'm poor. (laughs) So (laughs) I end up responding on her forum where she posted. And I said, I said, this is my name and I'm interested in chatting with you. I just wondered if I could, you know, I'm really new. I'm a, I'm new and I'm very young and very inexperienced. I just want a and, sugar sister. Yeah. Like I was like, kind of wanted to send you a private message and, you know, chat with you. Would you mind sharing a little bit about your experience? I mean, whatever. And she's like, yeah, of course. I'm so happy to help you. And the thing is like, when it comes to social engineering and like how to talk to people, People want to help and people want to share their experience. They want to talk about them. And And they want to feel important. Like you're making her feel, you're like, you're so, you're, I inspired, I'm inspired by you. Like, yeah. Honestly, to me, this woman sounds like a, like she's got, she's a businesswoman. She's been operating the small (laughs) business since college. Obviously it's been going well and she has developed these skills. I I take issue with her not mentioning them to said husband, but there's a part of me that's like, get your bag. Everyone's consenting except for your husband. So maybe we need to talk about that, but otherwise get your bag. (laughs) I'm just saying. So like that, I mean, but that's none of my business though, right? Like he just, <laughs> he wants to know what she's doing. So it kind of is my business, but also it's, my, but whatever, yes. like this is my, like I'm, I am on this particular job. So I'm like tunnel vision. So I end up messaging her and for the next three weeks, I am befriending her. We're talking over these messages. We're chatting. I'm getting to know her. We're talking about horses. I don't know shit about horses, okay? (laughs) But like I'm Googling them and I'm like, oh, I had a horse and he was a paint horse or whatever. I don't know, whatever the hell. And so I was like, I had this horse and his name was Billy and it was on. So we talked about like, and so it was just like, I was just having random conversation with her. And during that time, I really shared my vulnerability with her about how like, 
like, I'm so new to being a sugar baby, but it's just so it's something that I really want to do because I really, I just, I really need the money, but also like, I really feel like this is just something that I'd be really good at. And, you know, I'm, I really enjoy exploring my sexuality and I really feel like I could, you know, make a guy really happy and whatever. So we're just like sharing, like, I am just going I am off girl. Loving like, this character. <laughs> so, and, but I'll tell you, like, as a PI, like, there's a lot of characters that I've had to play. This one was kind of like, I actually really liked her. Like she was so nice. And I was going to say, I genuinely am. And I think it's an interesting, obviously the stereotype is like maybe women, helpless women being like, I'm a little baby and I need help. But it's like, there is such an element of women taking so much control in adopting that, that mentality. It's like, we got, we're using what works. I don't know. There's a whole conversation around like the element of using the way we're perceived as a power. It's yeah. not necessarily good, but it is survival. It's not, not good. Like, I mean, if you've it's got to use them, just saying. Kind of. Like, I wish we didn't live in a world where women had to be like helpless, but also we do and we use it. I don't know. Sometimes There's so much more there. Works. I haven't thought I'm through those just- thoughts. I'm just saying, oh, sometimes sure. it works. But I, but the, like, I feel like a traitor, like, I'm totally a gender traitor. Like, girls are like, girl, power, let's stick together. I was totally like, I was not, I was lying so bad. But that's <laughs> part of my job is just, it's called pretexting. Like, it's what we do. Sometimes we got to pretend. And it's like, like, just sometimes you got to, you got to do what you got to do to get the information. Anyways, so now I'm in her private messages. I've gained her trust. She trusts me. We're talking. I'm getting to know her. She's getting to know me. And so we start talking about our personal lives and sharing a little bit about where we're from and where we went to college and just all these things. So now that I've earned her trust, I start to kind of start to delve into what she's doing. And she's, I'm telling her about my personal life. She's telling me about her personal life. She tells me that she's married. She tells me she has children. She tells me what her husband does. She tells me all these things. And she's like, you know, sometimes you just gotta, I want to make sure that I have money set aside because my husband doesn't make a lot of money. And I just want to make sure that like, I'm taken care of, you know, I'm not super happy, but if I leave, like he makes more money than I do. I'm just a waitress, blah, blah, blah. And so she's basically telling me that like, she wants this money, like she wants to buy nice things, but also she it's made it perfectly clear that she wants to set money aside because she ain't, she ain't staying here forever. Like this ain't her forever home with this fella. <laughs> so she's wow. basically like, I need to, you know, I want to do what I want to do. I want to have my own money. I don't want to rely on him. He just doesn't, he doesn't do it for me. Like, you know, the sex isn't good and we're not like connecting. She basically made it clear that she's on the way out, you know? And so she wants to save this money. And quite frankly, I think that she just, she wants to be spoiled and he doesn't have the means to do it. And so she decides that she's going to go get spoiled on her own. Like, whatever. Okay, girl. So she obviously shouldn't have married him. But is there a part of you in this moment who's like team sugar baby? Or are you just objectively looking at it like a job, not taking it? But like, you've become friends with it's her. It's a job. Like, to be honest with you, in none of these cases, in not one single case that I have ever worked, does my opinion matter? a case is a case. My opinion is irrelevant. How I feel about what they're doing is not important. How I feel about any, like it's none of my business, how I feel like I am getting information for this client and that's it. 
So true, Queen. But it's important to me. <laughs> and I want to know, can you, I don't know, like now it's over. What was your feelings about this gal? You know, like, I just, I guess I just feel like it's like if you're a grown adult and this is what you want to do, do it. Like, do I think it's cool to cheat on your husband? No. Do I think it's cool to be a sugar baby? Like, I mean, I guess so. Like, if no one's getting hurt, like, he likes (laughs) it, you like it. I mean, it is the oldest profession in the world, but whatever. Like, do what you want. Like, it's none of my business. Like, I don't care. Like, you're a grown ass woman, you know? Like, do whatever. I gotcha. It's so, just like, I'm totally against drugs. But if you want to do drugs, like, do you? Boo, I don't, not my problem. Like, you're an adult. You know what I mean? Like, it's not my For house. Sure. Like, it ain't, it ain't my problem. Do, do you. Do you ever want to escape and take a break from everyday life? I'm not someone who's been much of a reader. It's hard for me to pick up a book and just sit down and read. So an alternative for me is to use audiobooks. And I love reading like romance novels and, you know, self-development, like all different kinds of books. If you're someone like me who likes to hear stories and have them read to you, Try Dipsy. You can get lost in a steamy fantasy world with hundreds of sexy stories on Dipsy designed to turn you on whatever your fantasy is. So maybe it's not the self-development. Maybe it's not a romance novel. Maybe it's something a little more sexy. Dipsy is a really great alternative if you're just wanting to tune in, get turned on, turn everything else off, and just enjoy. There are hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. I personally like how Dipsy kind of allows women to be more empowered and in touch with their sexuality, and you can enjoy a little steamy story. The stories they have are about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, threesomes, hot and heavy hookups. There's there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, fairy smut, literally something for everyone, whatever turns you on, whatever you're into, kind of, you know, feel it out and find what turns you on and you might discover, you know, something else about yourself. I don't know. They also have sleep stories and wellness sessions like meditation. So it's really, really great for everyone, no matter what you're looking for. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. You know what I mean. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash TDD. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash TDD. Dipsystories.com slash TDD. How do you feel about it? Like, what do you feel about sugar babies? Oh, I mean, I don't know what I, 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 same thing. Like I'm kind of like live and let live. I am not personally a sugar baby, nor have I been a sugar baby. It seems like it's fun. It's a fun thing to joke about and be like, give me a call if anybody wants to just send me money for no reason. But you know, there's nothing, nothing is, nothing comes free. Girl, ass, cash, grass, nobody rides for free. (laughs) Amen. But I, there is a part of me that's like sympathetic to her, like feeling helpless in a marriage. I don't know their marriage. I'm just assuming, you know me, I just love to like make it a story. So I, I don't think she should be lying, but you did mention like, it's not cool to cheat. I agree. 
sugar babying, like it, I would count it. Like if I found out my partner was secretly doing this, I would consider it cheating, but it's interesting that it's like a different kind of cheating. It's not necessarily physical, but you'll tell me where we get in this story. Cause well, I'll tell I you where this goes. I'll find. <laughs> Maybe it does. And actually she told me in our messages, she's, I'm like, do you tell them like personal stuff about you? Should I be? Cause I want to know, like, should I be telling these potential sugar daddies who I am? And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't tell them that I'm married. I don't tell them anything about my life. So she's out here like, oh, willy nilly, like dog fishing all these sugar daddies, right? Like you're totally lying about, who, but that's the anonymity. Like you can totally be anonymous, but is that a dogfish? I think it is. Yeah. I don't know if I think it is because I think that there's an element of fetish. It depends on the relationship between people and what they're okay with. But like, but I also wonder about the sugar daddies. Like, are they telling the full truth? That's what I'm saying. Like they're all benefiting from this mutual agreement. So it would hurt the agreement if she shared that she was married. They would maybe, you know what I mean? Like everybody's getting what they want out of the fantasy. So there's a part of me that's like, I guess that's the move. Obviously, people are deceiving <sighs> other people in their lives in a negative way. But yeah, so I don't know. but I kind of feel like she's just on an anonymous site doing her thing. Here's where it gets bad for me. Uh oh. So she tells me that she met this guy in person. She said I had a date with a potential mm. sugar daddy, and she says I had sex with him, and he paid me three thousand dollars more not to use a condom. And I was like, <gasps> oh, that's disgusting. Oh, and I was like, and God. I asked her straight out. I said, so do you like when you, if you have unprotected sex, do you still like, do you still, you know, have sex with your husband? And she's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, and he doesn't use a condom either. And she's like, no, like she hundred percent confirmed in the messages to me that she had unprotected sex with this stranger and then goes home and has unprotected sex with her husband. Disgusting. Disgusting. I can't. That is. I'm such a. That is. I am so like. Don't that. I. That, that's I don't know. Awful. Line. Well, drawn. it's funny because I. I reckon. I'm. Lear- I learn about myself in every episode. I'm like. I'm such a girl's girl. I'm always like trying to like. Come on, girl. Support I'm sure your it's local okay. woman. But yeah, she lost me there. That's not okay. That's it's so gross. Bad. And it's, and I was like, oh, okay. And now, mind you, she's answering these questions under the guise of guiding me. So if you're, you have a, this young girl who's, I am 10 years at this point, she knows that I'm in my early twenties. I know that she's in her thirties. And by this point I have looked at more pictures of her. I know that it's her at this point, especially after like what she told me about her family and it all matches. Like, I know that it's her without her confirming her real name. So now I know it's her. Right. And so she, she's talking to this girl that she thinks is 10 or more years younger than her. And you're guiding me by saying, yeah, do this unprotected sex with this guy and then go home and unprotect it. And it's, I'm like, that's horrible. That's horrible. Like, not only are you, are you doing this like to your husband and to this man, and then he's doing it to potentially whoever his partner is, if he has one, then like, you, then you're encouraging it. I would never tell yeah. a younger girl that I did. Like, I would just be like, no, don't ever do You know what I mean? Never. I don't know. And all, no, I mean, absolutely. And also the entire concept of it. I've been kind of thinking about the sugar baby dynamic as like virtual for a lot of it. And then like maybe sending clothes, sending, going out to dinner, if that's yeah, the no, stuff. Yeah. And like, hey, maybe and then adding me- sex to it. 
I'm I'm naive. Of course, there's sex. I do feel like it's like now you're affecting your your husband, your children, your family. Like it's just it's like it's weird. No, it's terrible. But anyway, so she tells me that you know she's hooked up with this guy and he paid her more. And so this guy's like clearly loaded. He's got like money to throw around all willy nilly. Like you know. Does he have a rich friend? Like, and she's like, she's giving me tips. She's giving me advice. Like, she's like, oh, you could do this and you could like ask for this and this is how you negotiate or whatever. And like, you could ask for a raise. And like, we're talking about how I can manipulate a sugar daddy into giving me more money for things. Like, like it's a job. Like, we're negotiating for like a salary raise. It's wild, but it's, I guess it's worked for her, right? So she sounds good at it. She sure as heck does. She knows her stuff. So we're messaging and she basically just starts spilling the beans about all these hookups that she's had in person. And so these are like, I thought, I thought maybe this was like her first one. She spills her guts about the different hookups that she's had. She's had online relationships that are long distance and they do like sugar baby stuff and like, you know, like virtually and like sexting and stuff like that. And so she's basically like doing both virtual and in person. And it makes me wonder, like, if she was willing to do that with this guy, like how many other guys has she like gone bareback with? Right. And so, I mean, she's just kind of it's absolutely sex work at this point. Yes. It's so interesting because it's not like explicitly like pay me for X, Y, Z, but that's what it turns into. Right. So like officially, non-officially, it, it is sex work. Like it, it is. Like yeah. she, she, at least from what she told me in our messages. And so I had the ability to like chat with her over a long period of time. Like this is weeks that I'm talking to this girl and she just keeps sharing with me about her experiences. And I asked her like, how do you manage this? Like with your family or with whatever. And she's like, you know what? I tried to make them, I I've made it so that they think that I have like not mental health issues, but like she worded it in a way that was, what'd she say? I make them think that I'm, I have a lot of anxiety. So mommy needs time for herself sometimes. And sometimes I just need to take a drive or sometimes I just need to go park at the beach and turn off my Ugh. phone because that's, it's good for my mental health. And She's so her husband's out there like, time. yeah. So I end up asking her and I had been trying to kind of like work up a way to ask her, like, have you, have you planned another date? Like, tell me about it. What are your plans? I get her to tell me about her plans with this guy. Okay. So now mind you, she doesn't know that I know the city that she lives in. Okay. So she thinks that I live in a whole nother state across the country. Cause I told her that like, I wanted her to think I was so far away, whatever. So yeah. she tells me, she's like, Oh, we're, you know, he's taking me to this place called whatever. Well, this place is not a chain. So I was able to get on the Google machine and I find where this place is. And she's like, Oh, we're going out, whatever, whatever. I'm right down the road from this place. So I'm able oh, to physically no. go out. And so, yeah. So I tell the husband, I'm like, look, and I don't, I do not tell him what I have found so far because wow. I don't want, in my experience, what happens is if you talk too soon, they blow up too soon. They blow everything and then you can't. He'll and then show like, up there with a pitchfork. Yeah. And then there's like more questions or like the one girl who like, she spit on the other woman. Classic. Like she was like, she was mad. So anyway. That's a previous episode. If anyone wants to go listen to <laughs> that, to it's called The Kool-Aid Man. Yes, that's the one. The cool. 
<laughs> she busted in like the Kool-Aid man before I was able to get the like all the tea. So anyways, she tells me what they're doing and she's like, okay, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, okay, so if a guy ever asked me out, like, and what would I wear? And she's like, well, I'm wearing this red dress. And I'm like, this is too freaking easy. So she's I, about I to send know- you a selfie sitting in the booth, like tell you exactly where she right? is. Like, she, she, well, I already knew what she drove, so I would be able to spot her easily, but she was like giving it up. Like I'm, I am certain if I asked one more question, she would have given me her social security number. Like it, it she was just like <laughs> spilling. So she tells me what she's doing with this guy on this date. I, I didn't want to share the, all the information too soon with the husband, but I did need to talk to him. And I was like, okay, this is what's going down. I, to get his approval to do the surveillance, because if I just do it all willy nilly and he hasn't hired me to do it, number one, I don't get paid. Number two, it's not legal. So I had to get it on contract that this is what he wanted. So I call the other investigator and I say, Hey, get this on contract. We're doing a surveillance. So he gets a contract written up for the surveillance. We charge him, we bill, whatever. So now it's legal. Now it's on contract, right? So I end up doing the surveillance. He gives me the go ahead we do surveillance and the this woman meets this man at like eight o'clock at this restaurant, okay? Can I ask how far the restaurant is from where she lives? It was like one town over. So it was like I can't in her believe backyard, I guess. She wasn't worried about getting caught. That's what I'm saying. Like there's other people in the world. Like you live in this area, you've lived here your whole life and you're just gonna like go to like this Have restaurant. A date? Yeah, like it's wild, right? I would yeah. be so afraid of being spotted. I'm like, if I was going to cheat on my husband, I would be like, let's go to Texas. Like nobody knows us there or like North Dakota. Like nobody knows us. Like let's go, let's go cheat there. Cause I'd be like, if you want to go to Denny's or something, let's go to the one in North Dakota. I'm not staying here because I'd be so afraid. I would be paranoid. So anyways, she goes, she goes on a date with this guy. They meet at this restaurant. She pulls up, he pulls up, they meet, they go inside, whatever. So they're sitting, eating, they're drinking. I go inside and I'm getting like video of this girl, right? Like I'm just documenting her. Now this restaurant has kind of a dress code. Like everybody's, I don't know if it's like an official dress code, but like everybody was dressed up nice. People look cute. Yeah. They like, they, they kind of dressed up. Right. And I wasn't that dressy. So I kind of stood out because I wasn't dressed up like everyone mm. else. So I couldn't stay in there long, but I was in there for just enough amount of time to catch her like canoodling with this guy there in the booth, whatever. Her phone rings all night long. Like it's this person and that person, whatever. Like the husband said it wasn't him calling. Like he he knew that I was there. So he wasn't about to call. And she would just like swipe it away, swipe it away. You could see her phone like going off all night. No, 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 no. Just delete it, whatever. Well, finally she turns her phone off. And so um, after a couple of hours, they leave this place. He walks her out to her car, which first of all, don't walk me out to my car. Now you know what I drive. Now you know my tag number, which means you could probably get my address. You could probably get Ooh, access to my so kids. True. Like, th- like dating tip number, like, I don't know, 0.5. Don't freaking let a stranger know what car you drive. Know your tag your- number. Ridiculous, right? So anyways, I'm literally in the next parking lot over and there's like, I mean, it's nighttime, so it's dark, but um, I could still zoom in and see what they're doing. He hands her a wad of cash. And by <sighs> wad, I mean like a rolled up wad, like a roll of- Like full like, on- Bills with, I mean, HBO I don't know who's face show. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't know if it was like hun- hundreds. <laughs> I don't know if it was hundreds of <laughs> ones. I have no idea. Like a legit rubber band around it. Like, what is this guy? Like, this is like a drug deal. Like- 
uh, either this came from the evidence locker or this guy's a drug dealer, like 100%, right? Oh my God. So, and mind you, I've already looked up who this guy is. Like by the time they get to the restaurant and by the time they leave the restaurant, because I didn't see him arrive. I just saw him walk around the building to like walk into the restaurant. I didn't know who to look for. But once he left, like once they came out and he gets in the car, I am already looking this guy up. Like I'm already like narrowing down like which car could be, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say the tag numbers, right? Give you everything. Yes. So, and I didn't know because there was only a certain number of cars that parked like on the side of the building where he had parked. And so I knew that it was one of them, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure out which one until I saw him like leave in it. And then I was like, okay, that's him. And it was a guy who is married. He's married. He's got kids. He's a local attorney. And so you've got a sugar baby and a sugar daddy literally just met online, like, connecting and like you live in each other's backyard and she's out here all willy-nilly doing like unprotected sex with like strangers and then going back to her husband and he's going back to his wife and it it was awful but all of this happens I call my the client and I tell him I say okay the date's over this is all what you know I gave him a brief synopsis of what happened she's on her way home right so I he said well tell me everything I don't want to tell him everything because she's about to come home and I like, I feel like it's safer for everyone. I don't know how he's going to react. Like, right. I, don't, I don't want a domestic violence situation. So I say, let's meet tomorrow and I'll give you all the information. Okay. So we're, he's away from her. And so Homeboy that way, did not sleep that night. No, not. He did well, not sleep. I know how hard it is to like, not, he knew that she was on a date or whatever, because I had to tell him, like, I just, I had to tell him like, you know, to do the surveillance. So he knew that this was a planned date or whatever, but I didn't want to give him all the details until he was away from her with me in a public area where he couldn't like, if he was going to go off, it wasn't going to be on her. Like she wasn't going to be mm-hmm. there for him, him to go off on. So I wanted, it was like a safety thing. So anyway, so I bring him to a restaurant that was like nearby his house. And I was telling him everything. I told him all the details. This man turns green. Like he's going to throw up in his mouth. Like he was so I think I would too. Disgusted. The dude starts sobbing. Like he, like oh. shoulder shaking sobbing. My heart broke for him so bad. And he ended up telling me that they had struggled in their sex life because she, he, he's very, very vanilla and he's very like straight edge. Like he's not into anything kinky. Like it's very, very vanilla. And she's expressed to him that she wants to do things that are like more outside the norm. So like kinky, a little fetishy, whatever. And he's like, I absolutely just don't, I, I just can't please her. And in that moment, like when I broke his heart by giving him all the details, like he knew I could tell that he, he was like, he just knew he was like, yeah, okay. Like he knew, but at the same time, I I think what hurt him the most was the amount of time that she had been doing this. The fact that she, they've, they've struggled financially and she never contributed like with the, he's like all this money that she's earning. And she, mind you, remember she told me the money that she's making from these guys. So she might've been making it up, but from what she said and based on her experiences and based on the water cash that this guy gave her, she's done this before. And I guess I just feel like this, I don't know. I guess I just, it just, it broke my heart that I had to break his heart. And that's like the worst part of the job. The fact that she betrayed an insecurity, like cheating on someone because of problems in your sex life is just a devastating thing to have to go through. And then to add the fact that she's a sugar baby and 
repeatedly taking advantage of people and her husband and getting all this money. And I would be, oh my God. And then obviously not using condoms is the health anxiety. That's disgusting. I'm just like, Com- that's I'm just like adding- common sense. Come on. This woman, it's so funny how I start off. I'm always like, girls, go get your bag. And then she's destroyed all of my hope in, I'm (laughs) so mad. But it's, okay, so, but just to make it clear for our audience, right? Like, we are never shaming anyone. We're not yucking anyone's yum. Obviously, like, cheating hurts people. And so I think that's what is hard for most people to get past. But we will never shame anybody for like cheating we don't agree with it obviously it hurts people so like but i do want to make it clear that just like we say in like i try to make it clear as much as possible that like every everybody's human we all make mistakes you're not a bad person but you know it just sucks because there's so much heartache that comes with that The story was a doozy, right? Like it's like it's crazy. And also, just to, Molly, can you mute your typing and we can hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Molly, go away. <laughs> Wait, so is that the end? Like, so you tell him what happened? Yeah. So I tell this guy what happened and he, we ended up coming together. I spilled the beans about everything. This guy is totally heartbroken. They end up getting divorced. I found out that they were divorced. Like I think a year and a half later, they, they end up getting, which I think like that was for him. Like that's what he needed to do. And that's fine. But after Mm -hmm. being together for so long, like, I just think it was the whole time they were together, basically like their whole marriage was basically her being a sugar baby. And I think another part that really broke my heart was when he was talking about like they struggled financially so bad. And if she, first of all, if she was doing these things, she's cheating no matter what, but also to be doing this and earning money, but then not contributing that money back to the family, but stashing it for yourself because you're planning on getting out like that. That's kind of crappy, you know? And these were like, you know, that's your kids too. Like that's your, your kids Mm -hmm. groceries, you know, like it's just, I don't know for me, I guess I just feel like I don't know. That's crappy. Did she ever say anything like, I'm getting this money for my children? Like, I'm doing this for my, ch-, like, because it doesn't really feel like that. She was never, the no, she never said she was. The only thing she said about the money was it, the way that she presented it was she was stashing it because she because basically her husband was, was she's not, yeah, this is not something that she's, this is not a relationship that she's going to be staying in. Man, you know, I feel like the first step, if that's how you're feeling, is sex therapy, not fet life, but. <laughs> To each their own. Yeah. Man. So that's it. That's, that's it. Why, you you, that's it. Like, you didn't think this was a crazy story. People are going to, like, just the world of her journey is crazy. Well, I, you went through a journey for sure. You're like, wait, I like her. I hate her. I don't like her. Wait, I want to support her, but also I don't like her. No, I don't. I don't think I, I am not happy with her. I would like to give her a good talking to, but <laughs> I... You're so. Wholesome. I guess it's just, yeah. There was a part of me in this moment where I was like, "Am I like too naive and nice?" Where I'm like trying to be like give people the benefit of the doubt and like empathize with everyone. You don't know anybody's story, but I also was in my head like, "Oh, the people listening to this are going to be like, this is horrible behavior and no excuse." There's just so much nuance to everyone's story, but I am very upset and sad for this man. 
Yeah. And just to make it clear, like I said, I just to make it clear, I do not want to demonize anybody. And although this is our podcast and we're allowed to share our opinion, I will let you know that as a human being, we all of us as human beings do things that later on we might be like, mm, I'm not so proud of that. And maybe you are proud of it. Maybe you're maybe it's something you were like, that's what I needed to do for me or whatever, even though the rest of us mm-hmm. are being like, mm, that's not very great. But it's like, you you're still it's a human business. being and it, it's it kind of is my business legitimately um, <laughs> I literally get paid for this but it's it's kind of one of those things where we are not here to demonize anybody so in basically I want to let our listeners know that we this is not like a man bashing station a woman bashing state like we're not bashing a sugar anyone. baby bashing station no, if you're a sugar, sugar baby we like working. we do not yuck anybody's yum like do you boo but I think the facts of each story are interesting and sometimes it's heartbreaking. And so it's like, oh, how could she do this? And so I do feel like in this case, I think she was a little bit of the villain. Not a bad human. Like I'm a per- but in this also, story. Some people would argue and be like, no, she is a bad person. But that's not, I just, yeah. I do you think we're being also, yes, obviously we are not man-hating, but we've never had this kind of conversation with this story. I don't remember with a male dogfish like it is easy for easier for us to be like ah fuck that guy than it is to do it with women and well that's what i was going to say too is like if this was a man doing this would we be like oh like it's we get it like whatever like it would be like oh this is a horrible man and he's how dare he and so there i do think there is a little bit of a double standard i just do mm-hmm. but i also think that double standard is because there's a double standard with the way that men and women are different and the way that we feel things and because women think more emotionally about things and men think more with you know maybe the brain in their pants a lot of times we might say so like there's a lot involved but Either and there's way, also more, like, like statistically, there's just more harm done by men, not yeah. only, but like we have, like we have reason to be a little stressed about our safety. Sure. If we're in a minority. And if you're like unprotected sex is like, that's all fine and well. But if you are, if you have multiple partners, obviously like if, you know, Hey, you, if you're going to get some love and use a glove, like, what is it? How does it go? No use love, a, no glove. Oh, no love, no, no glove, no love. No glove, no love. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) No glove, no glove, no love. So yeah. So anyways, that, that was, it was a roller coaster. And it's so, it's so funny because it is true that like, you guys, I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing this job. And whenever Molly and Hannah, like we were talking about, I was like, oh, I did a case like this. And they were like, wait, what? You got to share that. And I'm like, oh, like record scratch. Yeah. And they're like, you got to share that story. And I'm like, no, that's stupid. And they're like, how could you not like, it's it's just so crazy how I feel very numb to some of these stories just because I've been doing it for so long. It's it's really crazy. So it's really nice getting your perspective, first of all, as someone younger, as someone who's not a private investigator, someone who's a little bit opposite in some ways. That's what's kind of cool about our dynamic is that I am so numb to these. And so seeing and hearing your reactions are really, really, it's really interesting. Yeah. We're opposites. You're the PI. And I'm a sugar baby. <laughs> no, she is not I a sugar wish. baby. She's joking. I don't wish. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> Hannah is not a sugar baby and she has no interest. Is that correct, Hannah? 
I have no interest. Um, if our email box blows up, like, Hannah, do you want to be my sugar baby? And you, you know can what I'm going to do? If anybody wants to be my sugar daddy, I'm going to send you the link to our Patreon because for just $5 a month, you could contribute <laughs> to a podcast that makes me happy. Yeah, about that. Oh, and, and in return, so- I will give you two episodes a month, a chat room access, and a live stream with us, although I don't know that I want anybody on there that is trying and to be a maybe, sugar daddy. <laughs> maybe a low-cut t-shirt shot. <gasps> you are <laughs> you dirty gal. <laughs> also, let's just say that we reserve the right to kick anyone off our Patreon. <laughs> if this comes to south. Just to, yeah, just to make that disclaimer clear. But speaking of Patreon, we have been having a blast on the Patreon. We love connecting with you guys. If you have not subscribed yet, like Hannah said, it's only $5 a month that gets you two bonus episodes a month of the dating detectives. And it's just a little bit more less formal and it's, it's really fun to connect. We do live chats with each other and we like with you guys and we can connect with you guys. There's like a chat board forums, whatever. It's really, really cool. We do lots of, it's basically fat life. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. You stop. Don't, put that in the episode. Uh, no, no, no. It's very safe and wholesome. And, and there may or may not be some sexy pictures of Hannah showing up soon with a very low cut shirt what? on, I guess. Okay. Every picture of us is sexy. Let's be honest. I'm wearing a turtleneck from now on. We're humble too. Anyway. <laughs> we really are. I can't wait to hear what people think. I want to know if there's if if any of you guys are sugar babies or sugar daddies. Like, if you have a story to 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 share about something like sugar mamas, yeah, will you please write into us or like text us something, send us a message? We, you can be totally anonymous if you want to. We can change your voice, whatever. We're just really interested in hearing more. We're interested in hearing like your part in different relationships and just like you know that mm-hmm. this woman dogfished a lot of dudes over yeah, her time she's... as a sugar baby oh and i forgot to tell you hold on i forgot to tell you guys she's still active on the fet life <laughs> ah! yeah you didn't give us her real username right because people are gonna go look her up no there's no of course i wouldn't do that but i did because okay. in preparation for this episode i was like i wonder if she's still active and i forgot to tell you that yes she is still active on the fet life <sighs> Yeah. Well, let us know what you think about her. You can message us on Instagram, Dating Detectives Podcast, or TikTok or Facebook. We are not on Kick. (laughs) So you can't send us a message there. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can email us. I'm going to get our email right this time. Investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. Yeah. Email us your stories and we want to share your story on the podcast or on the Patreon, whichever. Just let us know. We just want to hear your story and we'll give you a voice if you feel like you don't have one. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we like, I'm dying to know what you think about this story. So I guess that's it. And as always, trust your femme tuition. Trust your femme tuition and wear a condom. (laughs) (laughs) No glove, no love. For real, though, like everyone needs that reminder. Come on, guys. All right, I love you. Love you, bye. bye.